Welcome to the Financial Health and Wealth Show, heard right here on My Talk every Sunday at 10 a.m. and available to podcast and listen to anytime at mytalk1071.com, keyword wealth. Here to get you on the right path to your financial goals are the mother and daughter team from ClearStep Financial, Carla and Cassandra, with hosts, Miss Shannon. Oh, sadly, it's not Miss Shannon today. Miss Shannon is out today. This is Tiffany Norton. I'm filling in for Shannon Paul, uh, my bestie. She is uh, taking care of a family member, so we're not going to have her today. Yeah. I think she's listening. Oh, um, we miss you. I know. I do, too. I haven't seen her in the last couple of weeks as much as I would like. So, mm. But welcome back, uh, Sunday listeners, to the Financial Health and Wealth Show with ClearStep Financial. And it's Cassandra and I, and I got to meet your little one. Yeah, one of uh, one of my kiddos. It, you know, as a parent, do you ever feel like they just need some more time, right? They just, they're right. they're like... So they're trying to communicate to you that I need more time with you, mom. So, mm-hmm. so I said, you know, why don't you just come along today? What a well-behaved child. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm not saying that financial like preparedness and good parenting are the same thing, but I think maybe. <laughs> well, well, that's very good. She was good. She knew her she, numbers. She could count backwards. Like this is <laughs> she's got her. She's got it dialed in. I think she's actually our child that um, she's extremely talkative. Yeah. She's very she we, we tease that she's like the ambassador of our family. because yep. She just she'll stand there and hi, my name is Cecilia and this is my brother. This is this and there's this old and this old. And then she gets to me and she's like, and mom is this old. I was like, I just give her like, no, Cecilia. Yeah, yeah, you can wrap you it up. You don't need to. And right, because she probably would rattle off everyone's weight, too, if she knew it. She's like, just like in this and this and just matter of fact about everything. And Well, she's adorable. And what a, what a, what a cutie. She reminded me of me because she just came in just chatting. Yeah, chatting with everybody. Yes, I love yes. it. Um, but cool. We've got a lot of stuff we want to cover this morning. We do. I think it'll be some good topics. Again, we, we like to talk about things that are relevant, things that are going on. Um, I know, Ellie, we were talking, too, on our way in about just things, all the student oh, yeah. loan things, right? That stuff that's that's pertinent and relevant to people and mm-hmm. their lives right now and what's going on as it pertains to the financial you know, side of things. Yeah. Every, and I think you're you're talking about the student loan payments that's part of coming it, right? due mm-hmm. right. now again. Wow. That was a nice break for a lot of people. huh? Yeah. I know, Ellie, Party's you were talking over. about that. Yeah. yeah, it was a nice break while it lasted. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's the thing, though. You so quickly use up that money you were putting towards that other bill. Like, it finds a home right away. Right. It's not like it just sits and accumulates, typically, in people's bank accounts, right? Right. Most people. Because, well, and then over the same period of time, we had high inflation. We had all these other things going on. So, Absolutely. I think for a lot of people, it, it, it easily, right, was used up and absorbed into your normal everyday living yeah without a blink of an eye right without even noticing yeah for sure it was like it went on long enough where we stopped accounting for it as a bill right and now it's a big bill yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, i'm glad i don't have student loans that is yeah. that is the one thing i did financially correct i did not take out student loans when i went to school i walked i worked through but i but it took me six years to get my four year mm, but yeah there's, there's everyone, we talk about this too a lot, right, mom, that everyone takes different paths. Mm-hmm. Everyone's path looks different. Sometimes you take, a, you know, a sharp right turn or left turn when you're trying to go straight and all of a sudden something happens and unforeseen things. Or, or we do things that we realize later, maybe I shouldn't have done that, but there's no point in dwelling on it either. Right. Yeah. So we just, we do our best. Well, student loans too uh, could be the catalyst for a number of other financial situations as well. Uh, because, you know, not only do we 
have, like you said, the high inflation cost of things going up. And now all of a sudden these student loans, the payments are equal to a car payment or, yeah. you know, it really does affect people in uh, many different aspects mm-hmm. of their lives. It sure And we're going to, that's going to be that. one of the myths that, uh, that we are going to talk true. about today, right? <laughs> should Can't I be, be true. should I be the good host? I, you know oh. what? I'm usually so bad and I forget. The disclosure? I remembered the, the disclosure, disclosure oh. Tiffany? Oh, I'm nailing it. Get it. Securities and advisory service offered through Harbor Investment Inc. Member FINRA, FINRA. FINRA. Right? Mm-hmm. SIPC. Mm-hmm. What's SIP? You just say No one SIPC. usually says it Sipics. as a word. You just say SIPC. SIPC. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's those, are, those are regu- regulatory, right? Those They're are the all... regulatory yeah. agencies. Mm-hmm. So yeah. They're regular. <laughs> <laughs> So um, just some reminders quick. If people have not registered for some of the webinars, there's one in October here yet coming up still um, on October 17th. That's the Social Security and Medicare webinar. So you can go to clearstepfinancial.com slash events to register for that. And you can register now and you'll get reminders and things as it gets closer. And that's in the evening. And then also on November 13th, we have our Women in Investing webinar. Mm. Um, which is always a fun and popular one. And men are able to join too. It's just, there's certain statistics that show that women sometimes are impacted more for certain things. So that's why we do address specifically women. Well, and then different ages, you know, longevity varies between genders and things like that. So you're, you know, you've got to also plan like, well, what if I'm the one who outlives or something like that? Yeah. Yep. And a lot of times we'll see husband and wives go on that webinar together in November, right? Because uh, a lot, you know, it's interesting with husband and wives, uh, men in, I don't know if it's innate or if they just unconsciously or consciously know that usually they will pass before their spouse, right? So a lot of men, unless you marry young, Unless you're very, unless your you're husband, unless you're mar- your husband's really young. Well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> demean, if you do a demean. That's true. Right. Just the opposite. Yeah. So, uh, but, but a lot of men then want, want their woman to, uh, to be able to work with a woman financial advisor that they feel comfortable with. I mean, mm-hmm. that is a common thread there. So it's funny. Yeah. My mother is, um, I'm not going to say her age and she's listening. Hi mom. Um, <laughs> hi, hi Tiffany's mom. mom. <laughs> <laughs> hi Kathy. Um, <laughs> But it was funny. I, apparently, with her girl girlfriends, they were saying that at at, a, at their age, if you're a single woman, men want you as either a nurse or a purse. Oh, <laughs> have you heard that before? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't have to weigh in. It wasn't on the agenda. It wasn't on the list. It was just something I had heard. I was like, "Mom, that's the funniest thing you've ever said." She's like, it's, it's not mine. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure there are a lot of conversations that once you get to a certain age that women do have together, right? Right. So that's what or I'm men. saying. Right, right. But yeah. this, the idea yeah. of just a woman where yeah. it's a, a safe space and you can talk about stuff that maybe you wouldn't do necessarily right. feel comfortable. And, you know, and talking about money mm-hmm. in front of other people or at all. Well, if you, if you look back historically, Tiffany, when uh, the, after the Civil War, there were a lot of Civil War veterans that were getting these pensions. Mm. And that was very attractable for women. So... Mm-hmm. These very, very young women were yeah. marrying these older gentlemen for their pensions because then it would continue to Still pay out to their babe. widows. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just saying so, right? Yeah, I know. One, someone, one, of the, one of the ladies in our group, she was joking around the other day. We had, uh, we had an event and she said, she said, I think one of her parents or someone had told, told her, find someone with a lot of money and love the heck out of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's all those it's sayings, right? There's all those sayings. So. Or... or create your own wealth 
that's the other, your own wealth. That's the other option. What did Abraham Lincoln say, right? The best way to predict your future is to create it. So we are here today to talk about some myths helping, helping in the media, helping you create your own wealth, um, build it, continue to grow it, maintain it, hold on to it, preserve mm-hmm. it, all those things that people want to do with their money. So we're happy to be here today. We're happy to have you, Tiffany. But that is what we did want to talk about today is there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of fear. We talk about this a lot on the show. The media does, I think in general, because it sells, right? The fear does sell, the fear component. The good news doesn't sell, so you usually don't hear. You hear good stories sometimes, right? But it's usually outweighed by things that are a little bit more fear-invoking, right? Yeah, it's at the end of the newscast usually. And we have one one. fuzzy, good-feeling, feel-good story, right? Mm -hmm. Someone saved a kitten in the tree today. So... So we're, the first thing we're going to talk about is the credit card debt that's out there. And is it, is it as, is the sky falling with the credit card debt, right? Mm. The amount that's out there mm. because it's over $1 trillion, So it definitely has hit historic uh, levels. It has crossed over historic levels. But if you look at charts out there and you look at it from a percentage standpoint of overall debt, it's actually really not any bigger than it has been historically. So we see articles, we see news about credit card debt going up, right? That it's the highest that we've ever seen. Number-wise, it is. Number-wise, it is. Right. Mm -hmm. But most people's home values, you know, continue to go up too over time, right? You, You look at things, and a lot of times things do continue to go up, but when you look at it in the context of a bigger picture... The, the credit card debt really, if you look at, again, look at the percentages of debt that's out there, the mortgage debt is pretty consistent of where it's been historically. Home equity debt is actually a little bit less. Um, and you're talking like percentages of one's income. Percent- like, well, like, percentages, percentages of overall of the, debt, okay, of the okay. overall debt that's out there in the market okay. right but now. But are you also calculating inflation? So... It's just percentage-wise. It's okay, Carla it's a, doesn't have the same it, view on some of this. It, it, oh, gotcha. <laughs> it's a percentage of uh, the income or percentage. It's a percentage of the, of the overall debt. debt. It's yeah. just a percentage okay. of because overall debt. That's there's out all there. different ways you can look at things, yes. right? And so you can read an article, and it's really important to understand where they're coming from. What are they using as their base information? What are they using as their research? So it's a twenty-year. It, it was a twenty-year chart. That talked about since 2003 to 2013, if you look at the percentages of all the different various types of debt, whether it was mortgage or home equity loan or credit card debt or auto loans or student loans or other, there's that other category, right? The one that really was different than 20 years ago, significantly different, was student loans. Hmm. That was the one that today, as you might guess, it's hard to tell on a graph, right? But it was about two to three times more today student loan debt than there was 20 years ago. Hmm. I believe Isn't it. Isn't that interesting? For various reasons. Now, right? and, and, and it would be interesting that the, the chart did not show this. This is just a curious question I have. Would be how, how different or how similar were the num- are the number of people that had debt at that time, Right. Well, and as a as a country, just to interject, you know, we are moving more towards knowledge based employment as opposed to trades. Trades in those kinds of services, you generally don't need higher education, and you do. I mean, if you want, 
you know, so it's it's about a competitiveness in the workforce. I think people are forced kind of to to. So do you to think there's more people going to school today than there were 20 years ago? I don't know. I don't know. If See, that's that, a, I, I don't know if that's a fact or not. But I would say, though, I mean, overall, the, it's been a concerted effort in our country to move more towards knowledge base and move away from manufacturing and trades as as and and now people are going. Wait a minute. Now we don't have carpenters. We don't have mechanics. Mm-hmm. We don't have boiler techs. We don't have the people. We don't have masons. Welders. Welders. We don't have the people that Correct. are very critical to have that skill. And we do need them. in a moment of need. Right? Absolutely, yeah, we, need we need them. Mm-hmm. And those generally you don't, in general, you can go to a community college or a trade college, which is a lot Or less do some expensive. kind of internship. Or, you know, skill-based internships and yep. things. Yeah. So look at, look at the, uh, the college. So I read an article recently, and again, I didn't do all the research on the back the backing of it, but that college enrollment has been going down in general, that that even the big states or the big state colleges that they have gone down. So uh, I think pe- more and more people are, are reviewing things, looking at things a little bit differently, maybe mm-hmm. not looking at them like we did years ago, maybe uh, asking questions, is that worth my, you know, the money I put into it, a college education? Are there other opportunities out there? Are there the trades? You know, I... I personally see more of a shift that we're, we are shifting, uh, we're shifting into looking at things a little bit differently. And so we'll see where that all goes. But I think the shift might be a good shift. So I think just overall, I think the reason why it's important to address some of this is that I, I have seen headlines. You know, you see the headlines about the debt. Of course. The one trillion and, and they try to scare you about it. Now, there is reason to obviously be concerned in general but is the sky falling or is it falling right now? I don't think that that's probably the case. Or could could some of these events, though, and this is what I always look at and think, uh, you know, could some of these events be catalyst or trigger events for other, you know, the, the debt information, right? So you're looking at a percentage of the credit card debt is the same as it was 20 years ago is what you're saying. So roughly, right. So I saw a statistic recently. So this was this was interesting to me. If you go back to pre-recession, great the great the Great Depression. I'm sorry, the Great Depression of 1930s, right? Mm-hmm. So if you go back to what the market was then, like if you look at the S and P 500 then, and you add inflation through the years, and you look at it today, there are some statistics that are showing. You know what? We are at the exact same point that we were back to prior to the. Uh, the depression based on inflation. If you look at inflation. So it was an interesting article. I think it's all, a lot of this is all, I think we're in a very, we're, we're in a position though where I don't think charts and graphs help us because the pandemic was just, we still don't know that, you know, like really the ripples that are still coming Mm -hmm. in with all that stuff and all the natural disasters and what's going to happen with the insurance companies and all that kind of stuff. But we're at a, but I think it's, I'm, I'm, I feel somewhat optimistic about it. Because it feels like at least the conversations are the the right ones are starting to happen. Mm-hmm. I guess we're we're questioning, and it's all good. Yeah, it, it is good. It is good. It's I think so good. It's also good to put things in perspective. No, it yeah, no, and actually, I'm glad you said that because that does you do you get shocked and you're like, man, a trillion dollars, and then you but you start blaming yourself and you're like, oh, we got to get our stuff together as a country. We got to do it. But if it's the same percentage, you know, population always goes up. The population, it's relative, yeah, is what pop- you're saying. It's well, relative. Yeah. Does that again? It's it's it does. It has nothing to do necessarily with per person, per anything like right, that. Right, it's right. just percentage of overall debt. Right. It's very general numbers. Right. Right. And so 
yes, do we encourage people to get out of debt, work to get out of debt if you can before retirement, even if you're able to pay your house off? You know, some people are great. Those are all wonderful things to do going into retirement or goals to have. So those are all things we definitely encourage. Um, Again, just trying to put some things into perspective so maybe people don't have as much anxiety on some of these um, headlines that you may see out there. So... Do we have time to uh, go into the next topic here? I think so. Okay. So the next thing, Ellie, the next thing we're going to talk about is the student loans. And um, there's been some headlines out there kind of hinting or even blatantly saying that the student loans are going to throw us into a recession. The student loan repayments that are starting now in October. Um, So there are maybe some reasons that that may not be the case, right? And we we don't really know, right? There's a lot of unknowns there, Mm -hmm. but... The whole thing is that, so in 2019, Americans were paying about $70 billion in payments to student loans. So then there was a pause, right? Now, not everybody paused, though. People were given the option. Yep. Not everyone took that option. You so, could keep paying. Right. There mm-hmm. were people that kept paying. So the, the what they're looking at is that they're not expecting right off the bat that $70 billion or more, right, will start to be repaid right off the bat. They're expecting that probably somewhere between 20 to $40 billion mm-hmm. maybe is what's initially starting to come in. Um, the administration just recently canceled about $39 billion on wow. roughly 800,000 borrowers. That's fantastic. But you know where the, most of those... I heard a couple of people say that they they did have theirs. They have to pay taxes on it, right? So if you if you get that... Uh, canceled the debt canceled you're still paying yeah it's income right it's considered an income okay so but part of that the the question i have is are those older debt is that older debt is that um so they used to have they used to have a provision that i and i don't know i haven't i didn't look into it enough to see what they what loans they specifically but they did have forgiveness on loans now they have forgiveness on loans balances that you've been repaying for 10 years or more it used to be 20 so that could have been more of those 20 years i don't know though i don't know the answer to that mm-hmm. well you know i think we should keep talking about this yep, and i would i would if there's callers or people listening that have questions about the student loans which is kind of the topic today um and some other stuff feel free to call in we love to chat i mean it's a woman it's a room full of women <laughs> so we can chat. We we can what chat. What are you saying, Tiffany? What I'm saying that we're we're very loquacious is what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, that's a good, good one, right? Word. That's good a word. ten dollar word at least. Thanks. So, yeah. If only I ever got to collect that money. Uh, but you can join us and call us six five one six four one. 1071 mytalk1071.com. You can listen to the stream or talk to us live. Welcome back, everyone, to the Financial Health and Wealth Show. I am Tiffany Norton, filling in for the lovely and talented Miss Shannon Paul. She is out today. And we were just talking about student loans with Cassandra Brazier and her lovely mother, Carla. Um, yeah. Tell us a little more. Well, there's there's a few more things on the student loan topic, um, again, that, that may or may not make it as uh, abrupt the startup of it because they are allowing for the first 12 months they're allowing uh people to um to be able to not have a penalty so if you're just trying to get back on your feet here in the next year and you're starting your payments up again you do have um, a little bit of a little bit of breathing room where nothing will be reported to credit bureaus and so forth oh wow well that's nice okay so 
That was a tease. That was a big tease. All right, we're come right back. Don't go we'll anywhere. Right Don't go anywhere. Please continue listening to us on My Talk 1071. I want to buy myself some flowers. Will you girls flowers? Will you girls teach me how to save some money so I can buy myself oh. some flowers? You like know Miley? who's good at keeping their flowers alive, Shannon. Really? Yeah. She's got a green thumb. Yeah. She, you know what? She's a very utilitarian woman. She knows a lot of stuff. She knows a little bit about absolutely everything. Yeah, You're she's, like, she's fantastic. I know. She's like, I'm building a retaining wall. She's like, oh, really? Oh. What are you using? <laughs> oh, okay. You know, knows all about it. I know. She is very she's handy. She to... just jumps right in. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Do whatever she has to do. She'll, she'll whittle you a stick. Yep. You know? <laughs> Fantastic. So, um, so on the student loans, just to just to kind of wrap that piece up. Yes, the repayments are starting up in October. Here, people do have again, like I said, a twelve month cycle where they it will not be reported if they're not paying. Now, of course, it's better, right? If you can get on the boat and start payments, great, or do what you can. So, but you do have that period of twelve months where they won't be reporting it. To credit agencies or bureaus and things, and and it's nice that they're not doing that, but you could probably still get dinged, though, right? Fine, like do they penalize you? I wonder. Still charge well, interest. I'm sure the interest, right, right, right. Will, the be interest occurring, still, right? Yeah. Interest yeah. will be occurring, right? The interest will be occurring, right? So, so this is a good topic here, though, to add about interest accruing, right? If you interest can, so there's something called the rule of seventy two, and we teach that uh, with people. In fact, when we do our financial basics class, we go through what is the rule of seventy two. Some People in school learn it. Some people in uh, high schools learn it or college. But you can Google it, too. So it can work for you or against you, right? So it can work for you if you're investing in savings. So if you take the number 72 divided by whatever interest you're earning on your money, that tells you in how many years your money will compound or double. So if you get 4%, a lot of CDs, money markets right now are paying 4 or 5%, right? So 72 divided by 4 is 12. So every 12 years. So if you have 10,000, I'm sorry, 18. Um, I'm thinking of the next section. The, the Okay, so 18 years, right? So your 10,000 in 18 years will double to 20,000. Mm. And then 18 years later, it will double to 40,000. So that's that's how it works for you if you... Get 10% rate of return, 72 divided by 10 is seven years. So every seven years, your money doubles. So 10,000, it'll double in seven years. So less than half the time. So it compounds that much quicker. The opposite is true, though. It can work against you with credit card debt. Interest is interest is interest, right? Right, Mm -hmm. charged or student loans. Mm -hmm. Uh, Student loans I've seen recently, 6 to 8%, at least some, some are higher, some are a little lower, but... That 72 divided by 8 is what, every nine years, your student loan, I know you're paying interest on your student loan, but if it keeps accruing, it'll double in that amount. It can go the other way. It can go the other way, so it can work for you Well, I'm sure you've been seeing that too, right? Right. In the last few years, you see it continue to increase and so forth. So. So that's those are the, those are some of the things there. That's why maybe again we're trying to look at a bigger picture of things. Will the student loan repayments throw everyone into a recession? Again, maybe maybe not. Um, probably not. Honestly, there there probably will be an impact. But if not, everyone is going to jump in right away to paying them all off because part of the reason they're talking about this this recession on the horizon is that. All of a sudden, they're saying consumer spending will drop drastically because people won't have funds to be spending 
in other areas, right? So there may be some of that, but there may, it may not be as drastic as they think right off the bat is the point. And again, no one knows for sure. No one knows. Um, some of our economists are saying that there are some changes occurring right now that we see, right, where you have uh, potentially some less spending or uh, the money supply. That's a big one, actually, and I know we're not going to talk about that right now in a great detail, but... The, the money supply entering into the system, which is our, which is our, our United States, right, has really decreased tremendously. And when that decreases, that could pull back markets or could pull back and enter us into things. So there's a number of catalysts, again, that could, could affect things. Um, but we're not saying we're entering into a recession, but we never know. You know, people, no one knows. Does anyone really know? You didn't know September 10th? 20, you know, 2001, mm-hmm. what was, you don't know, yeah. mm-hmm. you don't, no, no one, you know, no but you, yeah. but acting, but if you also get overwhelmed with the doom and gloom and bury your head and say, well, I can't do anything about it. That's not helpful either. Right. You know, I mean, it's because we can, we have we the can. opportunity we every can. day to, to uh, be creative and think of solutions and think of how we can make these payments. And instead of, again, like you said, hiding your head under a pillow or something, uh, we have the ability uh, to be creative and to make things and, and maybe work. that's a good maybe just having this conversation about the student loans maybe that's a good time to talk to you guys honestly when this is coming around like maybe before someone's going back I'm, i want to go back and get my phd or i want to go back and get my master's what does that cost though mm-hmm. what am i giving up what you know planning for that education i think a lot of people especially with student loans i think they you know what mom and dad said get your four-year degree and then you're fine, right? And for the most part, that was true, but it's not as true. Yeah, I, don't I think feel. more and more people are questioning that and doing, mm-hmm. uh, doing, uh, looking at all different ways. Just to looking from outside themselves. the box, right, right. looking outside the box. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. A good, it's a good thing to do. You yeah. know, why not? It's look a big, at all it's a big decision. It's as big yeah. as buying a house. It yeah. is a huge decision, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, a, so, it's some of the greatest debt that um, these young kids have. So this is these are all good things to think about and question. Mm-hmm. There's one more piece of this puzzle that could have a positive impact if we're looking for where's the silver lining on any of this is that the 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 save the saving on a valuable education plan the save program could benefit another 20 million borrowers and it may help cut their payments roughly in half. So there are there are some additional things out there but again we'll see how everything kind of trickles out and 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 plays out in the in the coming months. So, but we just wanted to talk about those few things because, again, I think you do hear a lot of the doom and gloom side of of, of some of this, and not always the bigger picture. And maybe that you know, and maybe that doom and gloom is helping people to think of outside the box too, which is good. There's yeah. some, there could be some good results from looking at things from all different angles. Maybe it if helps that's us if to that's how of, you address the situation, then that could be good. But I think sometimes it creates anxiety and stress for people. Or fear. Or fear, and, right? Which is what we're yeah. trying to help to put things in perspective. So maybe to not have the fear, yes, maybe maybe let's think outside the box and be creative and still address this and work towards work towards getting out of the debt. Um, but not from a position of fear and anxiety, but from a position of strength and confidence. Mm-hmm. So I like that sounds good. Mm -hmm. I like I want strength (laughs) and confidence. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Let's take the emotions out, put a plan in place and move forward with confidence. So let's talk. Let's shift now. And let's talk about another uh, topic that's been in the news is that all the excess savings is gone. And this is a big problem now. And again, could 
tip us into a recession? Well, so there's a few pieces on this. When they talk about the excess savings during COVID, um, the, when it peaked, when the, when the savings peaked, it was about $2.3 trillion. Um, and that's what they're talking, that's what they're referring to. If you've heard that headline about this excess savings is gone, so now people basically are out of money. That's very skewed, mm. first of all, because they're really, were, they were not talking about uh, savings, like, they were not talking about CDs, they were not, which a lot of people have shifted some of their money to, or money markets, or some other types of savings uh, vehicles so out there. So they're just talking about, like, money in your actual traditional savings account or checking right, account. They're right. not factoring in other liquidity. Right. Okay. So it's a somewhat skewed because there are some, there are historic levels in some of these other types of places now, but the excess savings that they saw once at one point in bank accounts and things is no longer there. So mm-hmm. that, that is true, but people do still have. And when we talk to people, there's a lot of people mm-hmm. that have a lot in savings in, in, and sometimes people, a lot, when they come to us, they say, okay, what should I do with this, right? I have all this money in my savings account, or I put it in some CDs. What should I do? And sometimes we look at different pictures. Sometimes it does make sense to pull some out of CDs when you have money in CDs. If you've put all of it or so much in there, sometimes that's a piece that we look at where you diversify beyond that. Right. So maybe people at the time didn't know what to do and they just did that. That's fine. Um, typically with most CDs, if you pull it out early, you just don't get the full credit, but and you're you're talking about certificates of deposit, right? With the bank where it's just the generic, like you give it, you give them five grand for six months and then they give you 5%. Sure. Right. 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 And and for some part money, that may be a good strategy, money market CDs, they're paying a little bit more right now. Right. Uh, But at the same time, one of our goals is to help people to out, outperform, out, outperform inflation and uh, potentially minimize some risk or volatility, right? But but we want to outperform, we, we, we want to get ahead of inflation. So part of that is a CD or money market may not uh, accomplish that, right? So some people will go to that, but right. it may be a good idea to look at other avenues as well to achieve your financial goals to still minimize that risk, but maybe have the ability to even have some growth in that account. Right. So, so we we look at CDs and money markets as an overall piece of people's picture. But what I was referring to, right, and I think what you talk about too, Mom, is you don't necessarily, by having everything there, that's not going to maybe get you to financial success long term. Right. And some people will make that decision out of fear. Again, they listen to the news, the media. And, and like I said, I look at that and say, look at the total picture, look at, look, maybe get that information. But there's a lot of sources that we can get information today. It's not just through the media that comes to us on a daily basis or turning on the TV. There's so many ways that people can get information uh, out there in today's world. So look at all different avenues and then from there make some decisions, but do it out of strength and courage. That's Mm -hmm. a good word for today Mm -hmm. rather than fear. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? Well, you're going to have to figure it out one way or the other, right? So why not ask a professional, not the person, not your uncle, not your, <laughs> not your uncle that always wants to send you, you know, I don't know, articles or something, <laughs> you know, like do this. It's like, yes. Yeah. No, it, it really does help. I think when, when you have someone specifically cater recommendations to your situation and your financial goals, yeah. I think that just, it makes the most sense, right? Than trying to apply 
10 different articles that are out there and then try and navigate what decisions you should make from that. It's very difficult. So I think, you know, in addition to that, I think there's some good news there because in some ways um, they're saying in in some ways we're kind of getting back to quote normal, whatever normal means. Um, but, but people are going out and spending more and they have done some more of that spending because there were a few years there where people weren't going out and spending as much. I think some of that has trickled back into people's lives, their routines, their habits, and they're going and doing more. Um, and it is possible for our economy to grow without excess savings. That's happened before. So mm-hmm. it's not that it's not possible. Well, and so, I think it makes people entrepreneurial, too. You got to get creative. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and, and that's a good point because now... My two cents is I don't think we're ever going to go back to normal or back where we were, but but maybe I there's think some normal, normal is constantly changing. Yes. Though. I yes. think normal, and if you look back 20 years ago, 30, 40 years ago, I mean, normal is constantly evolving, mm-hmm. which we all are doing, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's to, why right. I think the world keeps evolving. Right, and to be open-minded about other avenues or options or uh, different ways of looking at things is is very positive in today's world. Well, that's why I like hanging out with the both of you, because even though you got, you know, mother daughter team, you each have your own angle on it, your own unique perspective, your expertise and all that stuff. So I don't know. I feel like I'm in good hands. I feel like I'm getting solid (laughs) advice. Yeah. Different opinions. Yeah. Well, we got to take a little break and then. Yeah. And then I have one last good news tidbit on the savings. Okay. Come back. And then we have a few other topics and areas to talk about that. There may be some more myths out there in some of the headlines that you've been hearing. Myth busting. Myths. That's right. Hey, you know what? Stay tuned. We'll be right back on My Talk 1071. Uh, I love this song. I'm good. I'm good. I love the name of the song. I'm good. That's the message today. You're good. Don't you're good. We're good. We're good. Collectively. There's all these there's all these scary headlines, but you're good. You're good. Yeah. You know what? If you don't read the headlines, they can't affect you. Then you're good. <laughs> That's a Tiffany message for today. That's right. If you don't interact with Tiffany media. Say, Tiffany say, don't read headlines and you're good. <laughs> yes. Uh, just like Confucius. Confucius. It's like the same yes, thing. Yes, it is. Tiffany yeah, and Confucius. Say I'm right going to do that. I'm going to get my own little uh, messages. And, Wisdom. Uh, and, uh, Wisdom. You can do those, Tiffany. the fortune cookies. Maybe oh, that's really? that's, that's going to be my hustle. That's oh, how I'm going to pay nice. for fortune cookies. Tiffany's well, see, fortune cookies. See, you're thinking outside the box, Tiffany. Yeah, yeah that could be a business. A nice All right, girl, business so, for you. Set me up for an you LLC You could do organic. All right, sounds organic, good. Uh, we'll, get, we'll get you your own... Uh, Oh, organic, organic. Mm-hmm. Get into the new. The I'm new here swing. for that, Tiffany. I'm yeah. here for that. I'll I'm going to keto, keto, oh, keto, keto friendly, too. high protein, a high protein, gluten free, kale. <laughs> They're going to be delicious. <laughs> you don't want them for dessert. You, you may not want to hit you. <laughs> breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Oh my goodness! So we do have one more piece of good news um, from the savings standpoint. Is that Savings rates have actually increased from last year. Last year, it was about 3.2%. This year, it's about 4.5%. So congratulations to all of you. You're good. You're doing a great job. We did it. Um, You guys, we did it. So people are saving more. And that's that's Mm -hmm. wonderful. That's wonderful. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I've just decided to have less friends. You know, go out less. (laughs) (laughs) Financially, it's it's, it's an option. Yeah. You can just scale down. Yeah. Less friends, I mean, you, probably you less, less, less money that you're spending. Is that what that means? Yeah, like that don't, goes hand don't, in hand. Yeah, don't meet them at Starbucks. Bring Starbucks. Meet them in a park. There you go. Or make your own coffee at home, and that's what I mean. Like, and yeah. have a tea yeah. at home. Yeah, 
Yeah, all these are our choices, aren't they? Or and make them come to your basis. house and they bring the coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Make them. <laughs> make them. <laughs> you bring the Hills Brothers. These are all. <laughs> you this, do it. Don't worry. All these tips will be in Tiffany's fortune cookies. Yes, for you. they will. Don't worry. <laughs> so the next piece here uh, we're going to talk about quick is that you may have heard that um, there may be there's some major retailers that are posting less than favorable profits, right? Mm-hmm. That they're not making as much, and certainly that is happening right there's certain retailers but there's also other certain retailers that are doing really well so it's not like across the board everyone isn't doing well but they don't always talk about some of the retailers that are doing well either it's more oh people aren't spending as much than all this doom and gloom again similarly so it's a similar message and you hear it from all these different points but in the bigger picture again like i said this is just i think this is just a shift that's happening it's just in the last number of years it's con- it's convenient to order things online is yep. it not oh wow mm-hmm. i am i'm in that boat too it's like mm-hmm. gosh it's nice when it ships right to your door right i, I, I know i went to, i went to buy something on etsy and they were like shipping eight to ten weeks and i'm like oh my god what like, what are you, are you to drive on there? a boat? Like, what are you doing? Like, what do you mean eight to ten weeks? Where is this coming from? Are you growing the are cotton? You, yeah, it was from Texas. I'm like, are you walking it to me? So, yeah, we've gotten so, I mean, but that yeah. that would be normal. That would have been normal. Yeah. And now you would not yeah. have questioned it a few years ago. Oh, my right? God, no. So that there things are definitely shifting. Um, people aren't people just in general aren't shopping in person as much. I think some of us do still. Right. We certainly do for certain things um, and, and, and so forth. So it's not like no one shops in person, but it has come down some. And I think that is a trend. I don't see that trend necessarily coming back i think people have gotten into certain habits now with how they shop and what they shop and from where i will say though as a woman i'm, I'm glad to see some of the malls are really doing some stuff and trying to make that because i can't I, I can't buy the clothes online nothing ever fits yeah i, I think that's mm-hmm. a common especially with people again we go back to the baby boomers or people in their uh 50s 60s 70s you you like to go there in person or you like to see right you like to hold it up and and just see what it's what it is. You like to feel the fabric. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want someone to wait on me. I'm needy. <laughs> you get it. I'm in the dressing room. I'm in my underwear. You go get a 10. You go go find the 8. You do it. That's funny. <laughs> so, and that, well, another piece to this is that um, some people have talked about how certain populations are, are opting for experiences more than goods. Yeah. And so there's been that shift too, like travel, yeah, and right. and and less things maybe that they might purchase is what you're right. saying. Like maybe they don't have as many tchotchkes in their house or whatever decorative pillows or I don't know, you name it, right? Maybe they don't have as many coffee cups that they collect, right? So those are just they're they're finding that there's just some shifts. Yeah, right? well, and that's probably post COVID reaction, right? I think mm-hmm. we all learned like the stuff is just stuff. It, right. We need experiences. We want to see our people. Yeah. We want to see the world. We want to experience. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, so that's a good thing. And then we're spreading mm-hmm. the money around, mm-hmm. which right. is good, right? So those are just a few tidbits on that whole. If you see any headlines about retailers, yes, and this happens over time too, right? That retailers. You know, either they make it or they don't over time. And sometimes bigger ones end up collapsing or or getting absorbed by other ones. And that Mm -hmm. that is that's just business. That is business. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we we, want to support the small businesses and things out there. Right. Etsy is great for that. 
Um, so there's all different ways you can, places you can spend your money. You can be very intentional about it if you want to and who you're supporting and things. So it's just, it, that's just, just no, just have a perspective when you see those headlines. That's it. And we talk about this frequently about uh, our minds and our the way we see things really is a strong message out there as to what we see and what we believe. So, so what we what we believe, what we truly see and believe in our mind, really is our reality, whatever that is. Absolutely. Whether that be whether that be fear based ideas and thoughts, or whether that be again courage and strength ideas and thoughts. Right, that we have the ability and the strength to be able to make these decisions, or what we see out there, and how we and how we respond to what we hear and we see. We have the strength and ability to make the decision as to how to respond to this information and it really is it really is key in our lives uh to be able to make that shift and 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 know we have the strength to see mm-hmm. it to see mm-hmm. it from a strength standpoint mm-hmm. i feel like going to the gym <laughs> man all this talk about strength tiffany's like <laughs> you, you guys need to finish up the show i gotta go i gotta <laughs> yeah i got i got some, I got ad- some I motivation here i got <laughs> i'm gonna be pressing so, i think there might be some weights over here there used to there be. probably is there probably are um, so let's talk quickly about corporate bankruptcies, because you may have heard, again, a fear uh, headline about bankruptcies and corporations and that, again, corporations are failing. There's more bankruptcies. So everything's coming down. Same same message. The sky is falling. Right. So the flips. Yes, that is true, by the way. There are more corporate bankruptcies this year. Um, it's the highest since 2010. But. You have to look at the flip side. There's actually 21 more per, 21% more creations of new businesses and companies mm. versus 2019 okay. that are that plan to have wages that are going to be paying other employees and things. There's 293,000 applications for new businesses and companies in the first six months of this year. Wow. And so it's higher than any other point in the last 10 years. So again, people are like... People who are starting up their new businesses of of fortune cookies yes. and things, you know, and having employees. Tiffany, this is your moment. So there's there <laughs> these pe- people are creating and becoming entrepreneurs and and starting up new businesses. So well, that I, is again, happening in droves. The pandemic, everybody yes. was like, you got to get a hustle, you got to do something, you yes. got to get your sourdough starter bread company. It woke us up. It, it woke us up. It woke us up. So. So that, so again, no, there's a bigger picture there. Um, And then real quick, we're going to touch higher rates are bad for the economy and the market, higher rates being like mortgage rates and things real quick back in the nineties, mortgage rates in the later nineties were above 7% and the 10 year yield was above 6% and the markets did extremely well in the late nineties. So we just want to point out that it is possible. You can have higher interest rates and still have a good market and economy. They don't necessarily go hand in hand. That being said, register for the webinars. If you want to have a consultation, go to yeah. firstupfinancial.com slash mytalk. Uh, we love meeting with people. This is a very busy time of year. I know a lot of people, this is a good time. You know, they're ready. It's it's like, let's get it done before the end of the year. And some people may want to wait till after the end of the year, but some people just want to get it done. And let's just go into the holidays mm-hmm. with that behind us mm-hmm. and, and move forward. So October 17th is our our webinar on and you can sit at home you can view it right from your home right 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 from your computer maybe have some friends there have some whatever right but it's on medicare and social security so the speakers we have are very knowledgeable 
and you and they get can some register. good information. You can register. Um, slash events. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also have our women in investing in November. So register for both of those on the website. Fantastic. There are so many ways to connect with you girls. I can't wait till Shannon takes some more time off so I can come back. Thanks again for letting me sit in. This is Tiffany Norton filling in for Miss Shannon Paul on the Financial Health and Wealth Show brought to you by ClearStep Financial. You're listening to My Talk 1071.